0: Well, good morning, TGIM, Thomas Miller back on the Fun Astrology Podcast for June 17th, 2019. And I got to do my own sound effect here because I just have not found a good coyote. So here we go. Ow! Not bad, huh? <laughs> you know what? That's about all I've got for today. <laughs> I'm looking at this. I've been doing about an hour's worth of research. For this little five-minute podcast, because this moon, this full moon, we are on it right now. If you are listening to this on June 17th, we're in it. Technically, about 4.30 Eastern time this morning is when it hit its peak, but we are in the middle of the June 17th strawberry full moon. Ooh, strawberry. Why do they call it a strawberry full moon, Thomas? You want to know? It's because it's the peak of the strawberry harvest. That's it. No big mystical, magical thing there. But boy, there are some mystical, magical things going on with this full moon. And you know, because I try to keep these short, maybe the best thing is to go to the show notes on this one and do some deep diving on your own. Because I've put a screenshot from a program that I just love. It's called Stellarium. It's like having your own telescope on your iPhone, your Android, or your computer, or your pad. It is amazing. It's a telescope into the sky. It literally is. It's called Stellarium, S-T-E-L-L-A-R-I-U-M. Heck, I'll put a link to that up as well. But I put a screenshot from there showing the moon's position right now. And there are several things going on of technical note. And this is why I thought I would just do better to mention what they are briefly. And then those of you that are interested can do your own research. And then those of you who are not just get the overview and that's all you wanted anyway. And that's fine. But for those of you wanting to learn astrology, this is a great opportunity to do some deep diving. Okay, what all is going on up above the heavens over our heads right now? Well, in addition to the full moon we had Jupiter went square to Neptune yesterday. You know, as you talk about all these formations and just realize that they only represent energies on Earth and that it is all a symmetric mathematical sequence that just stays in perfect order, still blows my mind. <laughs> it's like, wow, this thing is so amazing. So um, what energies are affected? Well. Neptune, so that's our watery, spiritual, intuitive, deep, dark side, our, our instincts, our intuition. Now, the moon is tied to that, too, and there's a really cool thing going on there I'll tell you about in just a second. But as far as Neptune, you could do a quick search on Neptunian characteristics or Neptune characteristics. Astrology would be a great search, and you'll pick up on all those nuances The best book, and it is a deep read, I'm not suggesting it for the faint of heart, is Liz Green's book on Neptune. It really paints the picture of the characteristics of this incredible focus of energy in our lives. But just for the casual observer, you might just do a little bit of searching and pick up some of the things that just show up on a simple terse uh, Google search there on Neptunian characteristics. If you really want to get swimming in those deep, waters of Neptune, but it's that deep psyche. It also represents our higher learning. It also, uh, several things that it controls in a chart are things like addictions, drugs. In fact, you guys know that I've been pretty careful on here not to go into the, in my chart, I have blah, 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 because you just get glossy-eyed with that. However, This energy is something that I'm very familiar with because Neptune and the sun in my chart are stacked on top of each other, and I came to respect that very thing. Now, I've never had a tremendously addictive personality, like there have never been many things that I've done over the years that have had a hold on me, but I stopped drinking alcohol because of this. As I noticed getting closer to my seventh lap around the sun, I realized that it was affecting me more than it used to. And just being aware and respectful of the Neptunian thing, I just took it off the table because I'm like, I don't want to have anything that my body craves that I have to do in order to satisfy it except exercise. So I just removed it. I didn't want it to become a problem, and I realized the effect of this. So see, that's how you can use your chart, the understanding of your chart, to affect and influence your life. And that may or may not be a decision that you would make, but it was one that I made, and I'm very comfortable with it. And I think spiritual attunement has increased because of it dramatically. So with Jupiter squaring off to Neptune, and neither of these being the roadrunners, beep beep, of the chart, (laughs) I had to do that one too, uh, we're going to be with this for a while, like uh, pretty much through the rest of the year, because Neptune goes retrograde, so this is going to be around for a while, got to admit. You know, and the thing is, here I go back to this whole theme of this whole year, is that the chart is just wired for transformation. This is calling you to go deep in some areas that are going to be a struggle. How do we grow? I'm, I'm not going to paint an easy picture here, gang. How do we grow? We grow through challenge. And the chart is giving us plenty of that. And I found that if you just stay the course and you have to release resistance, then this chart will work with you. If you buck against it, it is going to be a challenge, especially if you're conscious, because it knows you're conscious and it knows you know better. So it will, yeah, it will work on you a little more if uh, that's the case, if you're bucking against this. So just breathe into it. Take a deep breath, relax into this. It's all going to be okay. The chart is pulling you to higher spiritual soul ground. And, you know, for those of us who are, I mean, if you're listening to this, then you're awake because you wouldn't have found this. And just by listening, you're getting the message. But those who aren't aware of this, oh, man, my heart just goes out because there's so much to be gleaned from this period. We are some of the most fortunate souls on the planet ever. I can't say that enough and so many times that we are so blessed Now, let me get to a couple of other things around this full moon. All right. Normally, a full moon is a time of releasing, but the positive spin on this is that it is now in alignment with the galactic center of our Milky Way. This is why I wanted to put the articles in. I'm not going to go deep diving into this. You can do your own if you'd like. The best thing I could say is that the interpretation of this is that when the moon is in an orb, if you will, it's in alignment with the center of our galaxy, which is a black hole, by the way, that it basically sends high level spiritual messages direct to your psyche. Now, that's why it's important that you caught this because this will only be in effect for a couple of days. Heck, really, a couple of hours. So this would be a great morning to get up and meditate. Do it sometime today for sure with the intention of getting those divine sourced messages. Play with that and see what happens. All right, let's go to the yin-yang side of the chart because it is strong. So in contrast to the galactic center is the alignment that the moon is in now with a deep star, Lesath. Now, again, I haven't gone into deep star astrology, and I don't study it myself. A lot of people do, and I think it probably is worthy of it. I should. I'll grow into that someday. But for now, we have enough on our plate to understand here. But this one is worthy of note. So this alignment with LESATH, L-E-S-A-T-H, and I'll post some of the links there in the show notes. Just go to there, and then you can peruse. In fact, I have a couple of Google searches there to give you all kinds of resources but just make it real easy for you. One click, a couple of clicks. But lessath represents a lot of darkness. Let's just say that. A lot of mental and emotional darkness. Psychosis, actually. So just realize, while on the one side, you could take the yin, sang, the yin side, the positive side, and say, hey, I'm getting downloads from the center of the universe. Cool. Or you could say, I'm being afflicted by the... Deep Dark Star, less F, and I'm going crazy. And you might feel some tense energy. You might feel some blissful downloads. But just set your intentions. I think that's the best way to play it. All right, lots that we could talk about here. I've gone way over time. Sorry about that. I try to keep these short. This one just had oh so much, and it's so timely. This isn't like the rest of the week. This is now, Monday and Tuesday. Do some reading if you want more. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Good luck.